This episode of The Yarn is sponsored by Heinemann and their professional book, The Artful Read Aloud, 10 Principles to Inspire, Engage, and Transform Learning. Colby talked with author Rebecca Bellingham about the book. So I was really thinking a lot about how can I really, you know, lean on my experience and my knowledge as an artist and an actress and help teachers with very concrete tips to kind of make their read-alouds that much more meaningful and effective and artistic and special using the tools that I know well as, a, as an artist and an, an actress. How can I leverage all those tools or kind of you know, think about how to break those things down and make them doable, actionable for teachers. If you work with kids, you know how special read-aloud time can be. The Artful Read-Aloud will help make your story times unforgettable. Visit Heinemann.com to learn more and order a copy. Welcome to The Yarn, a School Library Journal production. I'm Travis Yonker. A couple weeks ago, I hopped on Zoom with author James Preller and illustrator Mary Graham Prey to discuss their new picture book, All Welcome Here, a book that I think a lot of teachers and librarians will be reading at the beginning of next school year. In this episode, James talks about how he created this story entirely out of haiku poems, and Mary explains her process for bringing these poems to life. It's time to unravel All Welcome Here. Maybe this would be a good one for you to start with. Um, just if you were describing this book to to somebody, to a, to you know a fellow writer or something like that, what would you say? How would you describe this book? My elevator pitch for this is, uh, you know, it's really a back to school book that celebrates the openness, diversity, tolerance, and acceptance that happens in classrooms, public classrooms across America. And it's just sort of a day of the life um, and told through interconnected haiku, which um, allows the reader to follow certain characters in subtle ways. And we see how they navigate that uh, thrilling and somewhat scary first experience in school. Yeah. Do you remember how you got, Jimmy, do you remember how you got the initial idea for the book? Like what was the first spark? Well, there's, a, uh, there's never just one spark, it seems to me, but uh, I visited, I visit schools a lot as an author. I walk into schools all the time, all around the country. And I'm always moved by, you know, when you walk into a school and they're like, yeah, there are 15 languages spoken here, or you know, the, these beautiful sea of faces that I'm able to see. At the same time, politically, you know, we were seeing the beginning of the 2016 election, and immigration is a fraught topic. It is a complicated topic. There are no easy solutions, but we're being uh, beginning to see it spoken about. And really, I thought really kind of hateful and negative ways and you know made me reflect on america and i thought you know in our classrooms we see this working you know we see the ideal open community of diversity and acceptance and love and i wanted to just celebrate that in a way that wasn't um 
you know, I didn't want to be didactic or pedantic. I just wanted to just celebrate that and, and kind of push the political stuff aside and just focus on the positive. So what was, what was sort of the decision, Jimmy, about um, haiku, about poetry for this? Well, you know, as, as a college kid, I fell in love with poetry. I've always loved poetry. There's not a ton of money in poetry, Travis. I don't know if you know that, but the poets are not, you know, they say in Russia, you know, they used to, uh, Stalin used to kill the poets, you know, in America, we wouldn't bother, you know, who cares? Uh, so I became in love with a haiku probably in the last five or six years, um, just as part of my practice of uh, paying attention to things, paying attention to nature and birds and trees. So haiku is sort of a great writing exercise for me. And uh, it's really not about product. I have hundreds of haiku. I try to write a haiku every day, but um, I don't think of like the end result. It's more the process of paying attention and seeing. So I've kind of just gotten in the habit of writing haiku and how this became haiku, I really couldn't tell you why, why that worked for this other than, you know, those very quick images, those very quick snapshots of a day in a life. And I knew I wanted a broad canvas. And I think maybe a haiku helped give me that. You know, it's interesting, just like thinking back to like first day of school experiences and stuff. It is, it's almost like just it, it, your memory is almost just like this quick little snapshot. Yeah. So it really does kind of fit very well with that. Yeah, I definitely have that first day of school on the bus being terrified of, you know, because their nuns were outside, you know, there were nuns out there and that's scary. And, you know, even though I was the youngest of seven and I knew the routine and everyone seemed to have survived before me, there was still that feeling of like, I don't know if I want to leave this, you know, big yellow Twinkie here. So. Um, Mary, how did the text come to you? Like, what was, walk me through that process. How does that, does it, does it get emailed to you? Does it, you know, how, do you know James, any of those sorts of things? Uh, well, I, I, it started with an email, um, I think from the publisher. I had not um, worked with James in the past. So um, I was contacted about this manuscript, um, a collection of haiku poems written by James that would be a book about the first day of school, an experience of school that would show us um, a lot of diversity and a lot of, you know, welcoming of all kinds of kids and, and um, just a really fun look at what school can look like and the exciting things that can happen on that first day and meeting all these wonderful kids and some of them becoming your friends. And so um, like Jimmy, I, I had, um, kind of some traumatic memories about my early years in school and that, that first day and, and um, getting on that bus too. So I, I related to it right away. And another reason uh, why um, I related to it was um, I have a, an Asian American daughter and um, we have discussions now she's in her teens, but we have discussions about, you know, um, diversity at school and, acceptance and you know forgiveness and openness about um, being different and, and being um, yourself whatever that means is the best thing you can be so I guess back to your question about how did this arrive um, it arrived 
to me in a pile of papers, a, a lot of haiku that James had written, and they were um, little snippets of things that happened in that that first day at school. And, and so as I was reading through, I was trying to piece them together in kind of a sequential way, the, how, the, how they might work from the, the time you step on the bus to the through that school day and then back home again. And um, his, his writing is just so um, fluid and the imagery really just linked from one haiku to the next. It was really a treat to work on and to go through these poems. And Mary, do you remember your, your artwork in this book, I think is beautiful. Um, Thank you. What, what went into the creation of the artwork just in terms of, um, I guess, how did you like hit upon that particular style and technique that you were using? Well, um, the, the technique, I, I guess I would describe as collage uh, papers, pattern papers, and paint, and um, some ha hand-drawn um, title uh, type. Um, I just, you know, I just really wanted to show a lot of color and movement and different patterns and talk about, you know, just like there's a variety of kids, there's a variety of, of um, patterns and color and shapes. Mary, do you do the, your final artwork in order? Did you do those spreads like, okay, two, three, four, no. five? No, I really like to mix it up so that it, because if I'm getting tired after months of work, I don't want it to look like I'm getting tired. So <laughs> I might start with a piece that's on page 24 and then go back to page three and five. Jimmy, do you, what's your hope for this book? Or do you, how do you approach it when, when a book of yours comes out into the world in general? Is this one any different than how you typically feel? Um, I published my first book in 1986. And, um, and this book does feel different uh, for a lot of reasons and, and mo very much because of Mary's involvement and what, you know, when you see the art come in, you start realizing like, wow, this really transcends what I did. You know, this, this book has, this book has lifted off beyond, you know, my contribution. And, you know, in terms of my hope, you know, I, I've had, I've talked to teachers. Again, I do school visits and I'm in touch with a lot of different teachers. And, and when I describe it to them, they'll say, oh my God, that's our theme for this year. We're tr this is what, this is the message we are trying to embrace this year. This is what we want. Um, so yeah, I, I, I want teachers and parents and students to kind of see that, see themselves in that community and just feel it underneath. Mary, what, what about you? What is, what's your hope for this book or just in general, when a book comes out, do you have sort of like a, a, a mood or feeling that you have about books that are released? Yeah, I mean, this book just touches me emotionally and personally. I, I really loved making this book. Um, and I just, you know, I just see it as a book that's very relevant today and very much needed. And I mean, it brings tears to my eyes because um, it's, it's just perfect for now. And it's a lovely book and it's a positive thinking, forward moving book. And it not only welcomes children 
to school, it welcomes into the welcomes them into the world of of friendships and accepting others and loving yourself. And there's a lot of conversations that can be had around those very basic human experiences. Thank you to Mary Graham Prey and James Preller for the interview. Have an idea for the show? You can contact us via email at theyarnpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Travis Yonker. Thanks for listening. I dreamt I was a butterfly Dreaming I was me I flew up to the mirror Well, there was nothing that I seen